0: Shalom and welcome to a new week with Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have the 20th of November or the 26th of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. It's a Sunday and the new parasha or portion from the Torah this week is called Toldot and that means generations and the scripture reading will be Genesis or Bereshit chapter 25 verse 19 through chapter 26 and verse 5. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God king of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples, through his son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our master. This is the history of the generations of Yitzchak, Abraham's son. Abraham became the father of Yitzchak. Yitzchak was 40 years old when he took Rivka, the daughter of Betuel, the Syrian of Padan Aram, the sister of Lavan, the Syrian, to be his wife. And Yitzchak entreated the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord was entreated by him, and Rivka his wife conceived. The children struggled together within her, and she said, If it is like this, why do I live? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples will be separated from your body. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. The first came out red all over, like a hairy garment, so they named him Esav. After that his brother came out, and his hand had hold on Esav's heel. He was named Yaakov. Yitzchak was sixty years old when she bore them. And the boys grew, and Esav was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. Yaakov was a quiet man, living in tents. Now Israq loved Esav, because he ate of his game. But Rivka loved Yaakov. When Yaakov boiled stew, Esav came in from the field, and he was weary. Esav said to Yaakov, Please feed me with some of that red stew, for I am famished. Therefore his name was called Edom. Yaakov said, Sell me your birthright today. Esav said, Behold, I am about to die. What good is the birthright to me? And Yaakov said, Swear to me first. So he swore to him, and he sold his birthright to Yaakov. Yaakov gave Esav bread and lentil stew. He ate and drank, rose up and went his way. So Esau despised his birthright. There was famine in the land, in addition to the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. Isaac went to Avimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. The Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Mitzrayim. Live in the land I will tell you about. Live in this land, and I will be with you, and will bless you. For I will give to you and to your seed all these lands, and I will establish the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and will give all these lands to your seed. In your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my requirements, my mitzvot my statutes, and my laws. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, twenty-five nineteen through 26, 5. Now our portion from the prophets will today be Judges, or Shoftim, chapters 12 and 13. The men of Ephraim were gathered together and passed northward, And they said to Jeftar, Why did you pass over to fight against the children of Ammon and did not call us to go with you? We will burn your house around you with fire. Jeftar said to them, I and my people were at great strife with the children of Ammon, and when I called you, you did not save me out of their hand. When I saw that you did not save me, I put my life in my hand and passed over against the children of Ammon. And the Lord delivered them into my hand. Why then have you come up to me today to fight against me? Then Jeftak gathered together all the men of Gilad and fought with Ephraim. And the men of Gilad struck Ephraim, because they said, You are fugitives of Ephraim, you Gileadites, in the middle of Ephraim, and in the middle of Manasseh." And the Gileadites took the fords of the Yardin against the Ephraimites. And whenever a fugitive of Ephraim said, Let me go over. The men of Gilad said to him, Are you an Ephraimite? If he said no, then they said to him, Now say Shibboleth. And he said Sibboleth, for he could not manage to pronounce it correctly. Then they seized him. And killed him at the fords of the Yarden. Forty-two thousand of Ephraim fell at that time, and Yefdar judged Israel six years. Then Yefdar the Gileadite died and was buried in the cities of Gilad. After him, Ibzan of Bethlehem judged Israel. He had thirty sons and he sent his thirty daughters outside his clan, and he brought in thirty daughters from outside his clan for his sons. He judged Israel seven years. Ibsan died and was buried in Bethlehem. After him, Elon, the Tzuvalonite, judged Israel, and he judged Israel ten years. And Elon the Tzvulunite died and was buried in Iolon in the land of Tzvulun. After him, Abdon the son of Hillel, the Pirathonite, judged Israel. He had forty sons and thirty sons' sons who rode on seventy donkey colts. And he judged Israel eight years. Abdon the son of Hillel, the Pirathonite, died and was buried in Piraton, in the land of Ephraim, in the hill countries of the Amalekites. Now the son of Israel again did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for forty years. There was a certain man of Zorah, of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah. And his wife was barren and childless. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, See now, you are barren and childless, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, please beware, and drink no wine nor strong drink, and do not eat any unclean thing. For behold, you shall conceive and give birth to a son. No razor shall come on his head, for the child shall be a Nazarite, to God from the womb. He shall begin to save Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his face was like the face of the angel of God, very awesome. I did not ask him where he was from, neither did he tell me his name. But he said to me, Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and now drink no wine nor strong drink. Do not eat any unclean thing, for the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Manoach entreated the Lord and said, O Lord, please let the man of God whom you sent come again to us and teach us what we should do to the child who shall be born? God listened to the voice of Manoah, and the angel of God came again to the woman as she sat in the field. But Manoah, her husband, was not with her. The woman hurried and ran and told her husband, saying to him, Behold, the man who came to me that day has appeared to me. And Manoah arose and followed his wife. And came to the man and said to him, Are you the man who spoke to my wife? He said, I am. And Manoach said, Now let your words happen. What shall the child's way of life and mission be? And the angel of the Lord said to Manoach, Of all that I said to the woman, let her beware. She may not eat of anything that comes of the wine, Of the vine, neither let her drink wine or strong drink, nor eat any unclean thing. Let her observe all that I commanded her. Then Manoach said to the angel of the Lord, Please stay with us, that we may make a young goat ready for you. And the angel of the Lord said to Manoach, Though you detain me, I will not eat your bread. If you will prepare a burnt offering, you must offer it to the Lord. For Manoah did not know that he was the angel of the Lord. Then Manoach said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name, that when your words happen we may honor you? And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask about my name, since it is incomprehensible? So Manoach took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it on the rock to the Lord. Then he did an amazing thing as Manoah and his wife watched. For when the flame went up toward heaven from off the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. Manoach and his wife watched, and they fell on their faces to the ground. The angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoach or to his wife. Then Manoach knew that he he was the angel of the Lord. So Manoach said to his wife, We shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, If the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have received a burnt offering and a grain offering at our hand, and he would not have shown us all these things, nor would he have told us such things as these at this time. Then the woman bore a son and named him Shimshon. The child grew and the Lord blessed him. And the Ruach of the Lord began to move him in Manadeh, Dan, between Zorach and Eshtaol. That was Judges chapters 12 and 13. Now we have arrived to the writings. And we will read Psalm 37. Do not fret because of evildoers, neither be envious against those who work unrighteousness. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Also delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine out like light, and your justice as the noon sun. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who makes wicked plots happen. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it leads only to evildoing. For evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. For yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Yes, though you look for his place, he is not there. But the humble shall inherit the land, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of shalom. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword, and bent their bow, to cast down the poor and needy, to kill those who are upright in the path. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is a little that the righteous has, than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the perfect. Their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be disappointed in the time of evil. In the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish. The enemies of the Lord shall be like the beauty of the fields. They will vanish, vanish like smoke. The wicked borrow and do not pay back, but the righteous gives generously. For such as are blessed by him shall inherit the land. Those who are cursed by him shall be cut off. A man's steps are established by the Lord. He delights in his way. Though he stumble, he shall not fall, for the Lord holds him up with his hand. I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his children begging for bread. All day long he deals graciously and lends. His offspring is blessed. Depart from evil and do good, live securely for ever. For the Lord loves justice, He does not forsake His pious ones; they are preserved for ever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and live in it for ever. The mouth of the righteous talks of wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The Torah of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watch the righteous and seek to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you shall see it. I have seen the wicked in great power, spreading himself like a green tree in its native soil. But he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Yes, I sought him, but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man and see the upright, for there is a future for the man of Shalom. As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and rescues them. He rescues them from the wicked and saves them because they have taken refuge in Him. That was Psalm 37. And now our final portion for today from the Apostles. And we will read Matthew, or Matityahu, chapter 26, verses 36 through 75. Then Yeshua came with them to a place called Gethsemane, and said to his disciples, Sit here while I go there and pray. And he took with him Kepha and the two sons of Tsebedee and began to be sorrowful and severely troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed, saying, My father... If it is possible, let this cup pass away from me. Nevertheless, not what I desire, but what you desire. And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping, and said to uh, Peter or Kepha, What could you not watch with me for one hour? Watch and pray that you do not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again a second time he went away and prayed, saying, My father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your desire be done. He came again and found them sleeping, for their eyes were heavy. He left them again, went away, and prayed a third time, saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us be going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. While he was still speaking, behold, Yehudah, one of the twelve, came, and with him a great multitude with swords and clubs, from the chief Kohanim and elders of the people. Now he who betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whoever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him. And immediately he came to Yeshua and said, Shalom, Rabbi, and kissed him. But Yeshua said to him, Friend, why are you here? Then they came and laid hands on Yeshua and took him. And behold, one of those who were with Yeshua stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the Kohen Gadol and struck off his ear. Then Yeshua said to him, Put your sword back into its place, for all those who take the sword will die by the sword. Or do you think that I could not ask my father, and he would even now send me more than twelve legions of angels? How then would the Scriptures be fulfilled that it must be so? In that hour Yeshua said to the multitudes, Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I sat daily in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But all this has happened that the Scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples left him and fled. Those who had taken Yeshua led him away to Caiaphas, the Kohen Gadol, where the Torah teachers and the elders were gathered together. But Kepha followed him from a distance to the court of the Kohen Gadol and entered in and sat with the officers to see the end. Now the chief Kohanim, the elders, and the whole council sought false testimony against Yeshua that they might put him to death, and they found none. Even though many false witnesses came forward, they found none. But at last two false witnesses came forward and said, This man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. The Kohen Gadol stood up and said to him, Have you no answer? What is this that these testify against you? But Yeshua held his peace. And the Kohen Gadol answered and said to him, I adjure you by the living God that you tell us whether you are the Mashiach, the Son of God. Yeshua said to him, You have said it. Nevertheless, I tell you, after this you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the Kohen Gadol tore his clothing, saying, He has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Behold, now you have heard his blasphemy. What do you think? They answered, He is worthy of death. Then they spat in his face and beat him with their fists, and some slapped him, saying, Prophesy to us, you Mashiach, who hit you? Now Kepha was sitting outside in the court, and a maid came to him, saying, You were also with Yeshua, the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I don't know what you are talking about. When he had gone out onto the porch, someone else saw him and said to those who were there, This man also was with Yeshua of Nazareth. And again he denied it with an oath, I do not know the man. After a little while, those who stood by came and said to Kepha, Surely you are also one of them, for your speech makes you known. Then he began to curse and swear, I do not know the man. Immediately the rooster crowed, and Kepha remembered the word which Yeshua had said to him, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Then he went out and wept bitterly. That was Matthew 26, 36-75. However, if you are reading through the Apostles two times this year, you would also read Romans chapter 8 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray you have a Shavuot A blessed new week with the Lord and with his word that it would strengthen you. So this is all for today. And I will sign off saying Shalom from Israel. Until next time.